Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode was recorded in studio long before any of us knew about COVID or lockdowns. It features the stars of Channel 4's new series, The Fantastical Factory of Curious Craft, premiering Sunday, May the 8th at 8pm. Hold on to your hats. Hello and welcome to White Wine Question Time, the podcast that asks well-known friends three thought-provoking questions over three or maybe more glasses of wine. Now, first up, she's the host of Channel 4's hilarious Can't Avert Your Eyes Naked Attraction. Genuinely, a woman who's seen it all. She's a, a broadcaster who's brought us the sex education show, You Are What You Eat, and Secret Eaters. She's also, I like to think, one of my long-standing friends. Anna Richardson, about time I got you in this studio. Cheers to the thought of... By the way, can you hear me do this? When we poured her a glass of wine, she said, what's that, a shot? Fill it up, please. Now, joining Anna, oh, this is a TV pairing I cannot wait to see. He's scoring a white wine question time hat-trick. He is the guest that has appeared on the show more than any other and that's because he is genuinely one of my best mates he's the funniest man on the telly the funniest that's it hands down i'm just gonna say that it's keith lemon hello naked attraction class <laughs> wow we all love it though I don't know. and pretend we don't though oh my god first time it came on couldn't believe what i was seeing couldn't stop watching. Couldn't stop watching. Yeah. That's it's the like, point. It's like eye glue. You're glued. <laughs> well, you compare your faculties to their faculties, do. don't and you? I, but also, because, you know, I'm not a woman that likes to jump in the showers at the gym. I like to go home and shower. Yeah. Just, so we, I, I can't remember being around a lot of naked people yeah. in a public-ish space. So I don't, I haven't seen a lot. 
in that respect. I've seen men, male parts, but you know, other lady oh, parts. I've seen enough male parts. And then you go, oh gosh, they, they come in a pig. variety of shapes and sizes. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 it is, isn't it? I always like compare my body to theirs. I'm always surprised by the number of men that shave downstairs. All of them. I All don't. of them do these days. I don't. What the listeners don't realise, of course, is this is Kate's first naked podcast. Yay! Hey, took yourself up, woman, <laughs> hanging out. Do you know what? His nickname for me has always been, and this fits so nicely, Tuppence. <laughs> Tuppence. <laughs> yeah. It was my nickname at school, I, I, but I, not for I, that I reason. I like that word. Tuppence is great. And it's a nice word for you. I might use that on naked next year. Oh, you should. because you to her, Tuppence? Yeah. What about male genitalia? What do we call that on the telly? Cock. Uh, schlong, dick, dick um, penis, penis. Which I have to say, penis. I can't really. I suppose I can say I dick. I, you know what I say? Peen. Cool. You peeny. Peen no, I. just peen. Schlong. Peen. Peen and gone. No, no that's that's, 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 that's weird. That peen. Peen. No. Why would you just say that? Peen, would be like though? a good... peen. Because <laughs> I've got such a busy life, I ain't got time to say <laughs> to <finish> <laughs> Why would you say peen? What are you referring to? I mean, what's to wrong with your peen? Yeah, but what's wrong with your peen? Just like, oh, I've banged me <laughs> banged me peen. But are you telling the show? I've banged me peen on the corner of the table. <laughs> it's that big and it can go round corners. I've it's like a draft excluder. <laughs> you know, when you walk in and bang your peen, peen don't you? Peen. peen and gone. That could be the spin-off show. Yeah, peen, peen and, and gone. gone. Okay, let's listen. The good news is you're on screen and you're doing something I would never have expected. I expect it from him because I've been around his house and it's like a it's like a serial killer's lair. Keith's garage is full of paper mache. Don't tell everyone I'll get robbed. That's true, Eccleston. (laughs) Yeah, it's full of. How much is it all worth then, Luke? Is it full of like paper mache? Well, like yeah, you've got paper mache ET. What in weight? Fifty-five pence. Yeah, if you worth. weigh, if you weigh it all, depends if you you know talking about weight. <laughs> like a ton. But he's got loads of stuff that he's yeah. made um, of, of paper mache, like ET. You've been? No, I, I've you've been. You've seen it, right? It's extraordinary. Paper mache Spider-Man. Yes, that kind of stuff. It completely freaked me out. The really annoying thing about he's really good. Lee or Fleet. Flea? What do we call you? Flea? What are you on this show? Are you Keith Lemon Jonesy. or Lee Francis? Jonesy. No, the, what the actor. Hell? The actor who plays me is not here today. I'm here. I'm, I'm, so I'm here. But genuinely, I am. I'm going to call you Lee today. Oh. Well, because I'm going to say a nice thing. Here, because that's not my name. He doesn't answer. I'll just look at right. you like you're drunk. Let me say Keith then. With, okay. with, with your wartime uh, rations of wine. <laughs> <laughs> but Keith, and I really mean this. Is genuinely one of the most irritatingly talented people I've yeah. ever met. Because I kind. didn't know nobody knows this about about Keith, but Keith did an art and design degree. He genuinely is able to make his own thing. As you've seen, Kate, yeah. genuinely can make all of his own things. All your bow selector masks originally were uh, made by his, you, weren't I you? made me shoes, I made me legs, my uh, arms. <laughs> me but a lot of your clothes, because you embroider, don't you? And sort I, of... I do make clothes, yeah. Well, you, did a lov- you did a lovely camo jacket the other day with some lions and leopards on. Mm-hmm. I'd yeah, like I did, one. yeah. 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 I, and I'll do more of that. Yeah, I'll have one of them. Yeah. Put me down but it's quite, and you make jewellery, so I just feel like the odd one out, because all you, I can make is button cards but for you're Christmas. doing a show the two of you called the fantastical factory of curious craft and it's all about crafting on channel four yeah so so how did they know to put a you two together and be that you're crafting well i think they knew to put keith on there because keith as i say genuinely they can know. design they didn't know did they not know that they didn't, i thought did that's you not how take i got the job garage? because they knew that i could like draw and make things 
and they didn't know it was, that was just a Brucey bonus. Well, in that went, case, what you made all this because when I got the job, I sent them loads of pictures. I went, I made this, I made this, and, and then they they went, what? And I went, why did you ask me to do this? Because because they knew that I made stuff. So it's your superpower, isn't it, that you can actually make things? But obviously they picked you because Keith is really really funny, and Keith is out there, and it is this fantastical. Um, sort of set that's a little bit like Willy Wonka. Oh, nice! Was shot in Elstree Studios. Willy Wonka was an the description what they wanted. Yeah. And I said, oh yeah, that's me. And that and that's you. And I think I think they employed me because obviously Keith needs somebody. I told him to employ you. Well, <laughs> Keith said. Keith said that I need Anna on the show, um, which I'm very grateful for actually, genuinely, and I do mean this, and I have said this to you privately. Yeah, I'm you very are. grateful for that gig because. I'm going off off piste here, but as Kate will know as well, certainly as women and as presenters, actually, you get pigeonholed, don't you, yeah. into what you can and cannot do in the eyes of the commissioning editor or the channel. And you're all about the the willies, the vaginas, I'm all about cock and the eating. <laughs> I'm all about cock and eating. So naturally, let's separate the two. Why? Because it's also worth pointing out at this point that you don't eat the cock, right? Oh, that's true. I live with a woman. Yes, <laughs> true. Why stop there? Please, Sue, if you're listening, we're not inferring. <laughs> Why He's stop a cock there? <laughs> so, no, you're quite right. So, as a lady that obviously is all about cock and vagina and eating. Yeah, and unlikely casting. You're about eating. It's, it's, it seems strange that I would get picked to do Fantastical Factory of Curious Craft. Although you've walked in today and you've made us both a lovely card. She's you, caught craft, you see. You, you've caught craft, you've made uh, cards, you've stuck your own buttons on it. Like a five-year-old. Keith has got nice. ginger buttons yeah. as a homage to his gingerness. Yeah, yeah. ginger out of me. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 were you surprised then, Anna? Um, I was surprised, and but really, really grateful to be able to do it because I've always wanted to do studio shows. I've always wanted to do entertainment. I've always actually wanted to do something creative. Um, and you know, I go back to what I was saying earlier on, which is, it's it's interesting to be with a team of people who can genuinely make things and can genuinely craft, have genuinely done art and design degrees because it, it kind of humbles you. Because it really like, brilliant then, these yes, people? Yeah. But, well, A, the presenter, you know, you, you've got Keith and you've got um, Harriet Vine who founded Tatty Divine and we've got Zach D or Zach... I call him Zach who's an amazing French, French. designer say so, uh, no. who we know as Zachary on Instagram but he's also incredibly um, you know, influential and he's incredibly well, wonderful creative people, aren't they? amazing people but the thing is it makes you realise how shit you are but I, I can remember if I'm blowing me on trumpet mentioning um, you because um, they said would you do it with a lady and I said, I said you and we'd never met before. Well, we had met, but I was incredibly drunk and can't remember. It's not like you. I know. I'm always drunk, <laughs> aren't I? And, um, but I, I said it needs someone with a cool edge, I thought. And I liked you on telly. And um, I said you. And then waited three days for you to say yes. And I can remember going, oh, I hope she says yes. And then on the first day we were recording, to me, that was the first day we met. It's a good job it worked, isn't it? Because yeah. imagine if you hated me and all, I didn't like you. You're more likely to hate me. But um, <laughs> that's <laughs> people really like me or despise me. And, um, so it's, that's it's not that I'm just, way. I'm just thinking why, because you said it took me three days to come back to you. I think it was because I was on a barge holiday oh, with yeah. my little brother. Oh, yeah. Up in Staffordshire. I was going down the Stoke-on-Trent canals. You tried to come down from the, the buzz of Naked Attraction. Yeah. I go barging. The, <laughs> the excitement of telly... 
I literally go back to Stoke-on-Trent, which is, you know, where I come from, and I was on a barge holiday with my little brother, <laughs> smashing into canal banks when I got the phone call. And I was like, you what? Ser- fuck off. What? <laughs> Keith Lemon wants me to do... Eh, really? Fuck it. Yeah. So I tried to get back as quick as I could on a barge, which is approximately three miles per hour, <laughs> back to Stoke-on-Trent as quick as I could, which is why you were waiting three days. I was at, I was at Paradise Park. Do you know Paradise Park? Paradise Park? It's a, a fantastic zoo called Paradise Park. And they also have um, like a Jurassic Park thing with moving dinosaurs. I was walking around there by myself. <laughs> so are you ready for your first question? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Keeping with the craft. Okay. Question one is, what in your opinion is the best moment in your life that you've ever crafted? Or would you like to go back and recraft a moment? Christ, I didn't realise it was this heavy. <laughs> Did you think it was going to be about a voting thing? Because yeah, people were like... still talking about voting, even though it was ages ago. I thought this was getting getting pissed with Kate Thornton. Well, and it do... is. <laughs> what would what? Mo- I'm going to leave this to you, Kate. What Cra- moment well, would you Crafting my career, I guess, and the proudest moment of my career is winning a BAFTA. Yeah. And because I've been at BAFTA, how uh, many times I've been? Uh, three times, and every time I'm there, I always think they're going to like tap me on my shoulder and go, oh, sorry, you're not supposed to be here, and then boot me out in the fire exit. And then, but I can remember when I won, and um, Fern Cotton sat next to me. She went off to present an award, so I can't remember who, and then sat back down, and she went, have you written a speech? I went, no. She went, I would have, if I were you. I went, I ain't going to win against Graham Norton and Stephen Fry. No no chance. Uh, And then... um, What was the category? And that was weird. For some reason, I just put my hand underneath the um, chair. I thought, what's that? And there's a sticker underneath, which I've ended up peeling off. And it had my name on. Oh, that's weird. And then I won, and I just lost lost my shit, totally. What did you say? I became a posh person because I was in a posh yeah. environment. <laughs> did, did you speak posh I'd as well? I'd like to say thank you to BAFTA. Um, <laughs> Do you phone um, voice? Uh, yes. <laughs> that's how I speak when I uh, phone my agent, because she's posh. Anyway, I was just wondering, if, if have they paid me yet? <laughs> <laughs> Who did you thank? Um, well, uh, I thanked my girlfriend and I thanked Fern Cotton. Holly wasn't there, even though obviously I would have thanked Holly because I guess without Holly and Fern back then, um, I wouldn't have done Celebrity Juice and stuff, so they're integral to what I do. Um, and I remember Holly's husband, he won't appreciate me saying this, but giving me an hard time for not thanking the <laughs> girls, even though I did thank Holly and um, Fern because she was there and um, I was just looking at her, just staring at her whilst I was talking. Because you're stunned and shocked. Yeah, yeah. And it's the weirdest thing when you go yeah. up and you think, you go, because I, 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 I was part of a BAFTA winning team. I yeah. didn't win it on my own yeah. with X Factor. And you go up and you stood there and you just stood there going, I want a fucking BAFTA. What's the biggest award? Yeah, I want a BAFTA. Yeah, this is a BAFTA. It doesn't, it's, it's not going to ever get better than this. I do thank Holly and Fern, uh, or did when Fern did it. All, all it's, Even when they couldn't be asked going to the awards. <laughs> You know, there's certain awards that they couldn't be bothered going to. Um, but I did always thank them. And when they didn't go, though, that's when I would start compulsive lying, which I often do. And I can remember saying one of them's pregnant and I was just lying. <laughs> They're not here tonight. One of them's pregnant, I expect. They always, there's one of them pregnant. <laughs> and, and then one of them was. And it, I'd let the cat out of the bag. But, but I didn't. I was just lying. I didn't know. That is so you, though. I was just that lying. Is... And, um, but, yeah, I, I thank Holly because um, she's still with Celebrity Juice. And to me, she's the female Anton Deck. 
Mm. And, um, you know, I salute her for staying um, with me on a Wednesday night recording Celebrity Juice when I throw dildos at her and <laughs> call her all sorts. You really and, do. Um, and, and, you know, Fern left for reasons because she's doing a Happy Place mm. podcast stuff now, and uh, which is a festival now and stuff. Mm. But she's we done do, so well. We do tweet, I mean, not tweet, text. Um, all the time still and one day I think I'll do a teleprogram with her because yeah, I'm still in love with her you do love her yeah I do yeah, that's why I give her so much shit Guess you know when you fancy someone in a playground when you're a kid? Oh, yeah. So you set their ass fire yeah. You set the hair on fire, don't you? Yeah. Just, I hate you. Why are you giving me these thoughts? Where did the first conversation about Celebrity Juice happen? So the first conversation about Celebrity Juice was at Kate Thornton's birthday party. 30th birthday party. I am husband, 46 now. Holly's <laughs> husband came up to me and said, would you work with someone else? I went, what do you mean? I work with loads of people. Otherwise, I don't I don't press record and film by myself in my bedroom. <laughs> I used to. Used to. I used to. <laughs> And um, I said, yeah, he said, oh, I've got this idea. Um, would you work with Holly and Fern? I went, mm. yeah. But I never thought of working with them before. No, it's lovely. I and, love and them. I love it. Because Holly's husband, Dan Baldwin, he started as my researcher when I was doing a show called Love Bites years Did ago. He? And do you know what's yeah. weird? I might have snogged him in the back of a cab. Did, Did you? I think, I think I might have done. Hey! I, don't know, I don't think I possibly tongued him. Do you know what? There's six <laughs> degrees of separation because I knew Dan and had invited Dan to my 30th birthday party because... My best friend Tamsin Outhwaite is his cousin. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, and I apologise, Tamsin, for throwing beer on you <laughs> at Emma Bunton's Christmas um, thing, but you threw your drink on me first. I'm totally yeah, embarrassed. Yeah, she deserves it. We went to this. We went to this gig, and we're all backstage having a few drinks afterwards. And Keith was talking to Matt Goss, and Tam came one of over. Friends. One of his really close friends. He carries a cardboard cutout with him everywhere. <laughs> In the car. In his car. Truly, he does. I do. He does, it's not even a lie. He's such a strange person. Anyway, <laughs> Tam, as a joke, threw a little bit of water at him. And Keith, not realising it was water, flicked beer in her face. I Matt, didn't flick it, I just threw me beer on her. it. And Matt, I in her eye, and I felt so bad. <laughs> and then she's rubbing her eye, oh, sorry. And what did you throw a drink at me for? She went, it was water. I, went, I didn't know. Yeah, but I then love... what did Matt Goss say? He got really affronted. She, she, well, Tam he was said, like, what would you do if he did, what would you do if that happened? You went... Um, he said that I'd knock him out. <laughs> I said, uh, and would she throw a drink on me first? Anyway, we ended up hugging. Yeah, but I don't forget. Anyway, look at you two. One minute you're throwing beers on each other, then you're hugging. But it's, but don't forget all the time she's throwing bread rolls at each other's in restaurants and, you yeah. know. So I've got a moment, I think, that I'd possibly recraft in my life, although it says so much about my family that in a way I sort of love them for the madness of this. So my dad, who is a very ill man right now, he's got vascular dementia and, you know, I don't think he's going to be long for this world. But in his time, my dad was a very senior Church of England clergyman and uh, he was tipped to be a bishop and, you know, all this kind of thing. But he got his OBE from the Queen. So we all got... (laughs) We all got invited down to Buck Palace to pick up my dad's OBE, but my parents are, are, are separated. And the night before my mum came down to London, she had ro- genuinely rolled out of bed at night. As she fell out of bed asleep, she hit her face on the bedside table, got a massive black eye. Oh, no. So turned up to Buckingham Palace with a huge bruise on her eye. Massive black eye. Looked like my dad was a wife beater. <gasps> oh, when no. I- I was there with my two brothers. That honestly, there's a picture of us. We look like the monsters, right? It's like the Adams family. My mum's got this huge shiner, and my dad's there with his OB, but it looks like he's been smacking her at night. I'd quite like to recraft that moment, you, like yeah. we're a normal family. No, that normal people. Yeah. Normal people. Yeah. 
It's like a Back to the Future question, yeah. isn't well, it? Yes. I, I have got, I have got one now. I've got a moment I would recraft. And it was when when George Michael phoned me on Loose Women as a surprise. Right, you're a big. You were a big George fuck? Michael. Massive, fan, wasn't you? massive. Mo- hang on, rewind. I know. George Michael rang you Listeners on of this Loose Women. Maybe bored of this story, but yes, right. He phoned me on Loose Women, and and anyway, he came on the line, and we had a chat, and. I, I asked him to marry me and the next day he sent me this amazing hamper from Harrods and the, and the producer had said to me he's Imagine left. if you just asked people to marry you and when they said no or he obviously said no He said yes but you might have to turn a blind eye to a couple of things Alright We can talk about this <laughs> yeah. There's T's and C's But if you just got hampers <laughs> but I, I, how, many, how many hampers did he send out? Because he must have got asked to get married to many a women well, well, Woman Woman even uh, Woman There's a beer kicking in and um <laughs> Just give her a hamper. Anyway, right, so what had happened was I came off air and the producer said to me, knowing I'm like a mega fan, and George knew I was a massive fan because I've banged on about him on the telly for years. Not at that point, right? So he comes comes on the line and we talk, and that's a beautiful moment, and, you know, it's the only thing on YouTube I ever rewatch of myself just because I love him. Anyway, so the producer goes, he's left his number for you, and I'm like, don't Mm. give me the number because I'll drink and dial, I'll phone him up, it's going to be terrible, and if I don't, I know I'll be like showing off in front of my mates going, look, I've got his number in my phone and they'll phone him and it'll just go wrong. So let's just keep it nice. But I said, tell him, I'm scared of dialing up when I've had a few, but here's my number if he ever wants to call. Many weeks later, I'm hosting this morning with Peter Andre, who's Greek. And I'm driving He's home. Greek? Yeah. Yeah. Right, it's just giving a bit of context, right? So I'm driving home, and do you remember where old ITV towers used to be? There's yeah. the IMAX oh, yes. roundabout. Yeah. So I get to the IMAX roundabout, and, and the, the phone goes, so I press answer, I'm driving, and he goes, Hi, Kate, it's me, the singing Greek. And I went, Oh, did you forget something? And he went, yeah, no, no, I'm just in the bath, I was ringing for a chat. And I'm like, what, in the, in the, You're in the bath of the studio? Uh, uh, there is bathroom? There's not a bath in the dressing room this morning? He went, it's me, the singing Greek. Oh, no. And I went, Pete. And he went, who do you think this is? And I said, Pete Andre. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pete Andre's a lovely man. He's a lovely man. Oh. But if I could recraft that moment, yeah. I wouldn't you know. have then followed up with, oh, my God, you're naked. I can't talk to you. I'm going to have to hang up and call you back. I'm absolutely shitting myself. Yeah. I did call him back and, 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 and we, we spoke. Did you write down a conversation first? I'll say this, then I'll say oh, this. Oh, no, you never had to. He but was just know, glorious. But that makes me sad. What? It makes me sad. Oh, I loved what, him so every much. Christmas? But no, but it does make me it sad does now. Still make it is sad, sad every Christmas because it happened at Christmas. Christmas Day. But what is nice, I think, is that last Christmas is here forever and ever. And True. it should be number one every year, shouldn't yeah, it? should. You know, I was upset when was Michael so Jackson upset. died. I was, I was at a party. Oh, yeah. I was. And, um, and um, I was really upset. I had to, I had to leave. No. And um, I know things are different now because we know different things, allegedly. And um, but yeah, I was, I, I'd say you what I'm, I'm wor- really worried the day when Michael J. Fox dies. Mm. You'll be gutted. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Oh you will God. be gutted yeah. about when that. that happens, Lee. I'll be I'll be in an Who? Addison Lee. You'll be in Addison Lee. When that when when Michael J. In Fox goes, Keith. I'll be in a taxi on my way over. Yeah, yeah. I'll with be tea sad. and sympathy. I'll be sad. Well, I'd quite like to contact my um, George Michael though, like you were saying in the afterlife. Yeah, she does tarot do cards. Do you? Yeah, we should, we should do so if we can find him again. Have you got your tarot cards with you? Fuck, I forgot to bring She's them. She's always got tarot cards with her. Oh, Keith, if Michael J. Fox were to ever depart the this world, I know, I know it would devastate you. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Michael J. Fox. I nearly met him when I did a documentary about Back to the Future, and then I kind of changed my mind. I thought, 
you shouldn't meet your heroes because mm. you could then, then they'll become people and it's nice to hold them up as heroes and if your hero become is rude Oh. Yeah, I've had a lot of that. Have you? Yeah, well, I used to present a film series for ITV yeah. years ago. Oh, yeah. And meeting, yeah, meeting, yeah. you know what it's like, meeting oh, famous it. people, interviewing, especially if they're film stars. And then Who's they the most famous person you've ever met? Mm, Tom Cruise. Well, I mean, I, I, Tom well, I did this film series. So Tom Cruise, Schwarzenegger. What was Tom like? One of the most terrifying people I've ever met in my Why? life. Because it's, it's hard to believe he's real. Well, no, do you know what? I think he's Did got... He Woo! 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 He kept doing that. Did he do that? It's really weird. It's, it's almost like I'm in the room with Tom Cruise. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. Woo! I mean, I love Tom Cruise. I think he's ace. And that, um, is it, is what it, a is teacher. He's a true movie star, yeah. He's, no, he's really when he's got a line, one line. He will make that last miles longer than anyone else because he'll, he'll just put massive pauses in between each word. <laughs> like, that. <laughs> Woo! Just pauses? You go, what's, what's he doing? Question number two. I want to know, what's the weirdest thing a guest has ever done in your home? In my home? Yeah. I don't, I don't really let anyone into my house that I think would behave in a weird way. No. I kind of would have known them already. But your levels to... of weird are quite higher than Oh, yeah, so I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be weirder than them always. Always. Yeah. No, on Juice, I guess the weirdest thing, people always say, who's the worst guest on Celebrity Juice? And I always say Katie Price. Simply because, and she knows this, right? Simply because she's quiet. What? Really? Yeah, I think she she's like puts a wall up. Like, um, um, to, she, I can remember her going, "You're gonna take the piss out of me now." And um, <laughs> if I do take the piss, it's gonna be friendly anyway. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's not a malicious show, is it? You know You're what I mean? You're not a bad person. And um, I've met her since and all this lot, and explained to her that because there's a rumor that I banned her from Juice. I don't have that power. I'd turn up and go, "Who's on?" Right, and then back in the day when Gino used to be on, I just go to his dressing room and get pissed, and then go on telly. <laughs> and um, now I just get pissed by myself and start crying. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> why won't Holly let me in her room? <laughs> <laughs> no, she does. She gets pissed more than me when she's on it. But um, she was ca- kind of quiet and a bit defensive. And I always think a really good juice guest is someone who gets involved. Yeah, yeah. And and then they get more airtime because if they're quiet. They just cut it out because it's like who's a waste of time. Then? Who's, who Anyone I know in real life is always, I'm excited. Yeah. Mm. You know? Which I was just, excited when you were on. It's just like about, playing, isn't it? Because I said, oh, you come on juice, and the dates were difficult to sort out, remember? Oh, no, but I And lo- then when you're on it, it's really nice because you were my new mate then. And I go, you've got to meet my new mate, everyone. But it, it, it nice. is, it's like a little party, isn't yeah. it? It's yeah. just well, like I've, messing I've, about I've with your friends. I've still not been Never on. Never been on. Isn't that weird? Why not? I don't know. Shall I come on? I would have had you on enough time, boy. Boy, yeah. I want to lie on that thing that makes you shake with your legs in the air. Oh, Did you do that? no, you wouldn't oh, let me because oh. I probably would have weed myself. Yeah, when I have a drink, I piss like a lunatic. <laughs> your time will come. What, because where I piss? Yeah, I boys, I piss, it's come now. I piss exactly, all the time, boys. Yeah, but you dribble. Yeah, I do. I shake it, and I think no. if I shake it anymore, I'm having a wank. So <laughs> I, I stop shaking it, and then I put it away, and I just go. 
And like, but, you little fucker. But what I mean is when you put your peony away... My dick's broke. It's broke. It's, it's redundant. Broke. I'm telling you. That's it's broke bro- by everyone. It's broke to bits. Why is it broke to bits? Because I shake it and then put it back and it'll fucking start again. And I go, you little knobhead. Oh. Which it literally is. <laughs> but do you not accidentally wee yourself a tiny little bit? What, if I laugh? No, just... Yeah, if you laugh no, or if, no. if you do a star no, jump. It's, it's just, no, star I don't jump. star jump and piss. I'm not a mad person. Hold on, I do a star jump and I wee. No. It's yeah, going to come to you. If you star jump, it probably opens. Anybody listening to this is going to think, what the fuck are they? Yeah. <laughs> Old bastards. Old pissy Can bastards. Can I just remind you what the question was, which is, what's the weirdest thing anyone's done in your house? <laughs> I've got it now. I can tell you the weirdest thing I've done in somebody's do house. That. So do you remember we talked earlier on about a friend of ours, Lisa Edwards, Aww. who now, so she, this is a, a very good friend of mine and Kate's who works in television. She now runs Studio Ramsey. She's a big TV production company and she's just one of the, 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 the smartest women yeah. in the biz, I yeah. think. Yeah, and I've known her for years, since I was 18. So a few years ago, it was my um, boyfriend's 40th birthday and Lisa was away on holiday and she was pregnant at the time and she said you can stay in my house with your mates right but you know do not touch anything do not mess anything just you know just you can just sleep there and I remember turning up at her house and a mate of mine went upstairs to the toilet and the next thing I heard was this massive crash she'd broken the cistern of the toilet I then saw literally water coming down Lisa's stairs of her newly carpeted stairs. Oh. Water then started pouring through the light fittings of the kitchen. Oh, and she's very stylish, her house. Very stylish. At which point, I was smoking a fag in her kitchen, put it on the side of the wooden kitchen work surfaces oh. while I went to go and deal with the electricity and water. And I was going, she's going to blow! At the same time, I was trying to turn off the electricity, put the fag down, burn all the side oh. of her kitchen surfaces... Yeah, it took. I had forty-eight hours. How old were you? Forty. I had forty-eight hours. It's like a teenager, though. It was. It was booby trapped. It's like one of those yellow pages adverts from back in the day. Parents go away for the weekend, and you go, "Hey, party at my house." I yeah, I wrecked wrecked a house. I had forty-eight hours to get it good. Did you get it good? I did. Thank God for that. I've only just confessed about a year ago. I confessed nine years later. I said, "Yeah, putting it out there." A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps to detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Last question. It's Naked Attraction. Your guests don't turn up. We have a choice of who to populate the boxes with. Who are we putting in the boxes? Why are they there? And what bits do we most want to see? The pageant tits. <laughs> Thank you for listening to White Wine Question Time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Roll credits. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what, though, with your show. Um, I've said this to you before. I always think when they get the clothes on, that's when I go, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, the worse. Yeah. <laughs> True. You go, Put your, take your clothes back off, man. I'd quite like to see somebody like, so I've got a massive crush on Gary Gibbon, the Ooh. political editor of Channel 4 News. No way. <laughs> yeah, because when Gary Gibbon comes on, right, Gary's always got really important things to say about Parliament. And I sort of look at Gary Gibbon with his silver fox hair and his very intellectual glasses and I think Gary Gibbon in the box yeah. can you imagine he might have really weird feet funny knees yeah. really strange balls yeah. but I'd just love to see Those Gary Gibbon yeah. yeah I didn't realise that they came in so many what different sort of shapes and sizes into oh, your come show on, balls are, yeah balls aren't right because when you try and catch them and Kate will know what I mean about this when you catch them when you try and sort of you know when, you, when you're romantically stroking a boy and you try and romantically stroke the testicles, they kind of like you can't catch them. What do you mean you can't? What do you know what I mean? You no, can't. Don't they wiggle about. You, they, they they move away you know, like from they, you. You know, like those oh, stress in balls. the sack. You know, like yeah, those stress they, they, they get away from you. Yeah, yeah that's what so they you can do. never cup them and kind they're of. Scared. I'll tell you they're what it's like. Being hurt. I'll tell you what it's like. It's a little when you're not. It's like trying to get your goldfish out of the bowl when you're trying to clean its water. Yeah, but if you knock your your balls on a table. It really, it re- just brush, brush them on the table. It really hurts. So they're just scared. They're just Thornton trying to be safe. has nailed it. What? They're like goldfish. It's like when you try and clean out your goldfish yeah. bowl and you cannot catch the little fuckers. For the love yeah. of God. For the love of God. Do you want to hold the balls? No, sometimes you want to do a little. I, bit I, I always just think that's a, a, men like their balls being held. Some do, some don't. But I didn't think women like to hold the balls. Oh yeah. Do you? Um, what you're gonna crush them? <laughs> it's a threat. I'll own you. Or just tweak I'll own you. You just want to see what you're packing, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Do you like balls? I don't think they're any not... woman likes balls, do they? No, they're not, they're not they're the not... sexiest like... thing to look at. They're not attractive, are they? They're do just... you like balls? Uh, well, I just think the whole dick and balls just look stupid. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I, um, it's stupid when it's erect, because it just bumps into things. <laughs> And, and then when it when it's not erect, it just looks tired and jiggered. There's your naked attraction. Uh. All right, so I, I like that you've gone for a man of political standing. And now you've said that, um, somebody that I see quite often at my train station um, is Hugh Edwards, because we live nearby. Yes. And I sometimes see him in my local Tesco yeah. Express. Lovely so buzz cut. Love, and suddenly, he's all ripped, mm. right? Mm. Sometimes I'm in my park doing a little run. And I see Hugh working out with That's some, about Andy Peters, isn't it? Like with he resistance bands. Yeah. Hugh is ripped. I might put Hugh in the box. 
So we're saying political leaders slash commentators. Mm. I'm going Gary Gibbon. You're going Hugh Edwards and his amazing buzz cut. Yeah. Who would you go? I mean, would you? I went Kylie with Nona Ryder. Yeah, but she's not a political commentator. Would you go for like Mary Nightingale? Got no interest in politics or bullshit. Oh, oh, newsreaders. Oh, my my new girl crush, Emma Barnett. Love her. Oh yes. Emma Barnett. Who's Emma Barnett? Newsnight. She's a bit too scary though, isn't she? Oh no, I love her in the pod. She's blonde. Blonde glasses. Glasses. Wrote a, period, wrote a book about periods. Did you? Mm. Does, does, didn't say on the back of it, this is a bloody good book, did it? <laughs> <laughs> One on a rider is my dream woman. It is, even though she shoplifts, he's forgiven that. I love it, it's exciting. Imagine going shopping with her. Oof, thought we're going to get in trouble. You, you know, should try and get you? her for that. Yes. Shopping with Renona Ryder. Shopping. Yeah. See what she could miss. She's not going to do it because she knows what first thing's going to be. Is about nicking shit, isn't it? Although Mel B nicks stuff when she goes shopping. No. Like the smallest thing, like a potato. She, yeah. She'll nick a potato. Did she nick anything when you went shopping with she her? She didn't then, but um, she told me that she has done, like, nicked a potato. I guess I'm getting old because I don't really fancy celebrities anymore. Don't mean you know when you was go through a stage where but you fancy not famous ever, people. You don't have to fancy them. It's not just. A, is it yeah. just like someone you like looked curious. at and thought, God, I wonder what you look like without your kit on? Yeah. And right. have you got tight balls? But no, but or have I've you got, got really some, saggy I've balls? Got to choose them, aren't they? I mean, I'm not wondering what they look like. I want to choose them, don't I? No. And then I want to take wondering... my clothes off and hug them and not get a hard on, but I've got a bit of a traveller on and it's <laughs> flicking around. Wow, I've got a little chubby on. Oh, it's going straight. That's not hanging. Because that's what happens. I've seen it. They all got straight penises. They ain't got hard on. They've just got straight penis. You want a penis fish? Straight penis, aren't they? They have some of them got just got straight dick. That's not a hard on. It's just straight. It's just pointing. Would you, what about? Would you want to uh, see? By the way, you're not allowed to see anybody with an erect penis on Naked Attraction, are you? Yeah, they, but they, have they straight get, dick. They get told to leave the studio, and it has happened. Yeah, has I've it? seen it straight dick. God, that's not hanging. Would you not want to see? What do you have to do? Do you have to go like backstage spit and go Margaret Thatcher, Margaret Thatcher, Margaret Thatcher, or something? You, you bad Willie. Would you not want get to... down? Get... Stop smiling at me! You. I have to smack it. <laughs> Just give it a little. No, then it'll get even bigger. Little tap. No, don't Just tap a it. little tap. No, only with vigor then. A hard stare. Yeah, ha, ha, yeah. A hard stare at the hard on. Oh, get down, bouncer. <laughs> Come on, you've got to play along with this. So, so we've got Gary Gibbon, Hugh Edwards. You need it could be a fella. I'd like if I was gonna um, gay off with anyone, it'd be um, Brad off. Pitt. Brad Pitt. Oh. When, I wa- when I watched um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. like, mm. I remember thinking, do I think he's cool or do I don't want to fuck him? <laughs> he's amazing, man. He is. He's oh, beauty. Jesus Christ. Would you know? I quite fancy. I mean, the other person I quite like to see in the pod would be Pip Schofield. Really? Because yeah. can you imagine? Now you're saying it. Now no. that it's gone natural with the kind of like the grey silver hair, what's going on downstairs? Well, he says is he still dark? He told me his pubes are as black as a raven's wing. Really? Yeah, that's what he told me. I'm not even joking. But those his exact words. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. It's so literary. As black as a raven's wing. Well, that's what he said. And you can ask him. Yes, oh, he said. Pip, you're listening. I'm so sorry. That's what he told me. Okay. Is it true, though, Pip? Is it true? That happens a lot, apparently. You you go on top first, or sometimes it goes downstairs first, and yeah. then it travels to the top. Black, black as, as a raven's, raven's wing. wing. Naked. Oh, I'm trying to think of someone that's not obvious, then. Mick Hucknall, your dad. Your real dad. What do I want to see my dad naked for? Mick Hucknall. I mean, this this will be a, this is a whole other conversation, mm-hmm. which Kate and I and you've heard enough of this already. 
But now, because you're 46. She asked me if my mum still had sex while I was stood there. She said only with herself. Sometimes I do it by myself. My toes curled up so much that they must have untied my shoelaces. I think she said she's, she's got a rabbit, hasn't she? Oh, so she's done it again. <laughs> Listen, if you dish it, you've got to take she's it. Done, she, while I'm stuck there. Yeah, but your mum's Pat's haven't. Pat's sat, got a better sex life than you have. I sat up with your mum till about four o'clock in the morning oh. one night. She's brilliant. She's fun. on it. Go yeah. on then, yeah. She's what, on what? it. <laughs> well, do you know what? We're, I was this, with this, my this missus the other an night. amazing chat. I'm, we're up for interview podcast of the year. <laughs> I don't know that we're going to get it now. I was with my missus the other night, and I was, but uh, when I got into bed... I started watching a documentary about Star Wars toys. And um, we kept it on because she liked the light from the television. And um, and then I said, I'm going to have to turn it off. I said, because I'm, I'm half and half here. I'm half listening to Star Wars documentary and I'm half in the act what's happening. So I got to turn it off. I can't listen to Star Wars stuff and, you know, be romantic at the same time. That's, that's nice, aren't which, I? Which one out? So you did you did turn the telly off and yeah, did, did. You, did you then roll over and go to sleep or did you make sweet love? Um, the following day I went to bed <laughs> the early following day. And, and watched the rest of it. Yeah, he made sweet love but he pressed record first. Yeah, exactly. Seriously. Because I got to bed first, I thought I'll watch this. And then she came up and she looked pretty good to me. And I said hello. She said, I'll do. I said, all right then, it's on. And then, um, <laughs> and then I, that's when I said, I've got to stop. Got to stop this Star Wars thing. I can't have that in my background. But I've had this before where you are in the act or pursuing potential, you know, there's definitely an intent for the act. And then one of your mates pops up on the telly. Can you carry on or do you have to turn it off? What's worse is when you pop up, not you, I mean, oneself pops up on the telly. You can hear your voice and go, oh, it's me. <laughs> It's more of a turn on. Oh, do, do, do it after this. Let's watch me. Has everybody now stopped listening? Oh. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'd like to know that we're all naked whilst we're doing this. Yeah. And I didn't get a straight on once. He's, you so have. Flaccid as hell, blown in the wind. <laughs> like one of those wind tunnel things. Wind sock. Wind sock. <laughs> a ginger wind sock. A, a ginger wind sock. Do you know what, today? I really wanted Anna to come in and think, God, Kate's got a fine sense of journalism. I'm sorry I've let you down. Um, I really hope that you've both enjoyed your white wine question time. Oh, I've been bored shitless. Can I just I say, at pub. I'm so sorry if we've wrecked it for you. No, not and at all. your chances of winning a prize. I'm sorry. <laughs> a prize. I've loved it. And it's, I cannot wait to see the two of you together crafting. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast and you want to see more, then don't forget the fantastical factory of Curious Craft is on Channel 4. You will not want to miss it. Uh, set your series link, hit your record button, uh, and let us know what you think. Thank you both so much for coming on. As always, this podcast is uh, fueled by wine, which we have tried to drink responsibly. It's produced by me, Kate Thornton, with Caitlin Mercer for Yahoo UK. Editing is provided by Callum Goddard Mocklow. Um, as always, our music is provided by Andy Bell. Check out his back catalogue with Oasis, Ride, with solo projects available on iTunes and Spotify. We'll be back next week, and please try to do what Overshare and drink responsibly. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 